0: Lawrence Powell will be at Only Believe Ministries on Wednesday, November 7th at 7 p.m. Pastor Powell is the senior pastor at Agape Family Worship Center in Rahway, New Jersey. With over 26 years in ministry, he is transforming lives with a powerful, prolific, and practical presentation of the gospel. For more information, visit obmcc.org.
1: We want to tell a child that God loves you and
2: he has created you. Jesus loves you.
1: We've been able to touch the lives of children all over the world, to give them a gift, and do it in Jesus' name.
3: Through a very small thing, God is touching the world. For the rest of their
1: lives, they remember that box. So many children in the world have no hope, and a simple box gives them that hope from the shoebox
3: to the greatest journey. This is the Great Commission.
2: Welcome, welcome all of you. Whoops, it's a going down. There we go. Hey, so it's good to see your faces, you're smiling. Faces and your little grumpy faces. I know I'm teasing. I'm teasing. Well, uh, we're going to get into some of the announcements. And uh, Pastor, you're probably wondering where Pastor is tonight, right? Well, they're in North Carolina. Pastor's in North Carolina, Mark Fissell, let me see who else, uh, Lincoln, and Philip Walker. And they're all hunting deer now so I'll give you the update on it so far which I haven't been privy to he hasn't told me he's told everybody else Mark got two deer three he's got three now oh my gosh are they all does oh wow that's great okay and then Lincoln got one deer and pastor they said got a huge deer that's what I heard through Nicole's mouth so we'll see No, he got a big deer and then Philip got a doe. So they've all really, they've done good. You know, they went hunting, they wanted to get deer meat and boy, they've got it. So anyway, I'm excited for him. Now, Eric, when I was coming in tonight, he says, Pastor Phyllis, why are you in camo? I said, cause I'm fighting the devil. That's what we got to do we got to fight the devil and we win we always win so I want to encourage you tonight if you're in a fight and I didn't wear that for that reason but if you're in a fight listen we always win we always win and you're gonna win whatever you're struggling with whatever you're going through I'm telling you God's on our side and we're gonna win now um, daylight savings time Uh, It ends this weekend, so remember to turn your clocks back one hour before you go to sleep on Saturday night. Make sure you turn them back or you'll be probably late. What is it, late for church? Early for church. Be early for church. Okay, and then we're going to have the day of honoring the veterans, which is such a great day. It's a veterans event, and we want to thank Elaine. I don't know if she's in here or not. Elaine, if you're in here, raise your hand, flop it back and forth. Nope. Okay, I'm not seeing her. But anyway, we wanna thank thank Elaine. Listen, she's put hours and hours and hours of work into this event. And she has done it all. She has done everything. And so it's just amazing. But this Sunday for the day of honoring veterans service, there will be a reserved seating for the veterans and their families. So don't get offended. It's only for one Sunday, we're gonna honor them. And there will also be a luncheon after service for all the veterans and their families, including the families of those who are no longer with us. And uh, we just wanna thank you for helping us make this a special day for all of them because they're, they're just gonna be honored for what they have done. And we're so proud of all of them and proud of our country and just, thank God that they keep us safe you know now the Thanksgiving outreach uh, this year we are changing our Thanksgiving outreach which all of you know already because of pastor and instead of doing Thanksgiving dinner baskets we are asking you to prayerfully reach out in your own neighborhood and if you see someone in need listen tell them say hey I'll buy you a whole Thanksgiving dinner How can I do this or where can I send it or whatever? And I thought of an idea. I thought, why don't we go to the grocery store and in the part of town maybe that you don't live in and go to the grocery store and just kind of look around. Look around and God will direct you to a family. I'm serious. He will direct you. Just go up to them and say, hey, you know what? I'd like to buy you a Thanksgiving dinner. Would you let me buy the whole thing for you? And I'm telling you, God will honor that. You'll be able maybe to witness to them, maybe to bring them to your church and to win a soul. I'm serious. God just gave me that idea today. He said, why don't you? Because I thought, my neighborhood, I got all these people that probably don't answer their door. They don't need it. They're this, they're that. He said, go to the grocery store on the other side of town and go in there and just look around. I'll direct you. So that's what I'm doing. I'm going to do. And I'm going to buy somebody a Thanksgiving dinner, and I'm going to believe God that they're going to come here to church, and I'm going to believe God for their salvation. Amen. Okay. We, uh, the return of the Christmas kid. We invite you to join us on a Sunday, December 2nd at 6.30 p.m. for our full production Christmas play entitled Return of the Christmas Kid. And the story follows Calvin Shepherd through a life that seemed to be perfect and yet something was still missing. So you need to watch Calvin search to find a way for his Christmas to be whole again. And refreshments will be available in the foyer before the play begins. So we're gonna have a great time. And <laughs> the kids, they're just, it's, it's an all adult. Well, sometimes the adults mess up too and we get a, a good laugh. See, we kind of like it because it's it's funny you know when they forget their lines or whatever happens because we're all human we're all human and i like it i think it's fun but anyway i'm going to take up the tithes and offerings tonight and i'm going to take it up from one of my favorite scriptures which is malachi 310 and i know all of you know this but i've got a little different take on it tonight Malachi 3:10 says this, bring ye all the tithe into the storehouse. And you know what the storehouse is. You know what tithe is, which is 10% of your income. You know what the storehouse is, which is your church, that there may be meat in my house. Now, meat is the word of God being preached to everyone. All right? That's what the meat is. And prove me now herewith. So God say, prove me, test me, try me. Just see if I don't do it prove me now here with saith the Lord a host if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that there shall not be room enough to receive it now I got looking at that windows of heaven he's going to open us up the windows of heaven not just one but plural he's going to open up many windows of heaven and I thought hmm what does that mean by opening up the windows of heaven in our lives what does that mean so I just got praying about it today and looking in the word and I believe that God is creating an avenue that we can be blessed when he says he's because because we're tithing he's he's creating an avenue so that we can be blessed in everything we do in wherever we go not only financially you know just like you know a hundred dollars is going to come in to me or fifty dollars no no not just in that area yeah he's going to bless us like that but not just in that area i believe that one way he's going to bless us is when when he opens the windows for us he's going to give us opportunities that we have never experienced he's going to give us opportunities that we have never had that has been that window has been shut to us because maybe we weren't tithers but now that we're tithers, God has opened opened that window of opportunities that has been shut. Now, maybe a job increase. Maybe a new job. You're, you just don't like the job that you're in right now, and maybe it's a new job. Or maybe some of you businessmen might be wanting to make a business deal, and you've never been able to make it, never been able to make it, and all of a sudden, you've been a tither now for a while. Go to God. Say, God, I'm a tither. You said you'd open up the windows of heaven. You said you would pour out blessings upon me that I can't contain. And watch, remind him of his word. He said, keep me in the remembrance of my word. It's like a little kid tagging on your arm. Mommy, you promised you'd take me to Walmart. Mommy. Nikki, oh my gosh, yeah, I can remember her. Mom, you promised to take me to the park. You know, so God's saying, remind me. All right. So these are blessings. Maybe buying a farm that you've never been able to afford. Maybe purchasing land that you've never been able to buy. Or selling your house at the price you wanted to sell it at. And buying, being able to buy a new home. These are opportunities that we've never had with the windows closed. But now God's opening up these opportunities. Then the next thing that the windows, when he opens up windows for us windows, what do windows do? They bring in the light windows, let the light in. They illuminate things that we have never seen before to help us, to help us new ways of doing things, new ways of saving ourselves. Money could be a farmer. That's putting all this fertilizer on his field and another guy comes up or God gives him this idea, hey, use this or use that. And it saves him hundreds, hundreds, thousands of dollars, you know. So God illuminates things and it gives us an understanding of what we are seeing. I know when I go in my house, a lot of times I have my blinds closed. I can't see anything. If I want to read a piece of paper, I have to go open my window blinds. I have to open them to be able to see. So the light guides our path. The light lets us be able to see things. Now, when I, when I go outside at night and it's pitch black outside, I can't see anything. I can't see how to stay on the sidewalk. I can't see. But if I have just a teeny tiny candle, teeny tiny candle this big and, and hold it so that it doesn't go out I'm able to see that sidewalk I'm able to not get off the path see I believe this is what God illuminates things to us and he also enlightens us spiritually opening our eyes to the things that are hidden mysteries God calls them Now. now when God opens windows for us I'm almost finished another way I believe He brings in a different and a new perspective because when you're looking out a window you're seeing things different you're seeing things different a new and a different perspective we are able um, we are able to have god's point of view see we have our own point of view but we need god's point of view on things and the way that we can handle things his wisdom god gives us the ability to understand what is important and what isn't important in our lives? Psalms 512 says, For thou, Lord, wilt bless the righteous. Are you righteous? Yes, you're righteous. Yes, we are in right standing with God. And when he blesses you, because you're righteous, he blesses you with favor. Favor with wilt thou compass him as with a shield? Wow windows of heaven opening in our lives when we tithe not only financially but opportunities blessings of opportunities and enlightening and being enlightened spiritually to be able to discern things and having god's wisdom on life situations listen i'd rather have god's god's wisdom on life situations than any money you could ever give me because you know what If I have his wisdom, I will be rich. And if we do what he tells us to do, we will be rich. So just, I know it probably took a few minutes of our time, but hey, God's good. God wants you to be a tither. I'm glad that I am a tither. God provides for each and every one of us. So we're gonna pray over your tithes and your offerings and you can bring them forth. Guys, if you would hand out envelopes, if they need an envelope, anyone need an envelope? Or you got them behind the pew? Good. All right. We're going to pray. Heavenly Father, we just come before you, Lord, in the name of Jesus, and we thank you for your word. We thank you, God, that you do provide for us. And you do enlighten us in the ways that you want us to go, the path that you want us to take. And that's tithing, Lord. Your word tells us to tithe, and we need to follow that path. God, we just thank you for your love and your kindness and your goodness and your provision. And we give you glory and praise. And I ask you, God, to bless each and every person. But I know you will. Your word says you will. You'll bless them all that give their tithes and give their offerings, Father. And we thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Bring your tithes and your offerings.
0: Phyllis sort of exhort us and and God opens up the windows of heaven, plural. There's many avenues in which God wants to bless us, um, but it takes our participating and our agreeing in faith and sowing and giving. So we just want to invite you and encourage you to begin to sow and give in your own life and and, and um, so that God can bless you and open up windows in your own life. And here's what's going to happen tonight. We're going to have a worship service. Tonight. We're going to be engaging in worship. It's going to be a little different than what we're normally doing, but um, just, you know, tune in, begin to worship God, turn your living room to a house of praise and see what God does. We love you. We believe in you.
4: I know we got a little different setup tonight. Don't let it throw you off. We're still going to praise Jesus. <laughs> We're just going to make our voices a little louder unto him. Amen? So I encourage you to stand up with us. The altars are open tonight for you to come worship and come give God our very best. Amen? Hallelujah.
1: Tell them that you're so excited that you're sitting next to you tonight. Tell them. Say, I'm glad you're with me tonight here in the house of the Lord. And I hope you mean that. Well, I I'm here before you tonight to proclaim that God is good, amen, Amen. and I'm also here before you tonight to proclaim that I'm thankful for that, I'm thankful, that's what we're here to do tonight, tonight we we are, uh, as we do every once in a while, we're going to have an extended worship night, so we're going to get back to our worship in just a moment, and we like to take time just to focus in on spending time in the presence of God uh, sometimes on these Wednesday nights. You know what one one very good thing about the practice of praise and worship is it's a constant reminder that He's God and we're not. It's, it's just good to do it. I'll read to you from Hebrews chapter ten and let's see verse number sixteen. It says, and this is the covenant that I will make with them after those days, saith the Lord. I'll put my laws into their hearts and in, in their minds will I write them. Verse 17, and this is cause for celebration right here. The pastor was preaching about this past Sunday. And their sins and iniquities will I remember no more. Amen. That, that's, that's cause right there for us to worship the rest of this night. You know, I, I saw a stuffy old theologian a a quote the other day and and I'm going to rearrange it a little bit but it wasn't a stuffy quote we need to live our life in the freedom that God gives us in, in regards to sin in such a way that the goodness of God can run wild in our lives think about that That there are no stumbling blocks from the goodness of God having its way in our lives. It can run free and run wild within us. Think about that. The goodness of God wants so much that new creation run wild in your life. To have its way, to be free. That's the freedom of the Lord. A few months ago, I don't know, a few months ago, two months ago, I was praying in the morning out in the pond. And uh, I was just sitting down, and there's some concrete slabs that are broken. I was sitting out there praying, and all of a sudden, these swallows were just flying all around, they're skimming the water, and these spurges flying everywhere, and just struck me is that, that is the intention of the freedom from sin, to be free to do whatever, to fly and to be free, and, and just to have, just this ability to just be within the total of God's creation, his. His will for us is just the abundance of life. that there's no stumbling blocks in the way of that happening within you then what would happen through you then then around you. So before I go on and talk about the next thing, let's just do this. Lord Jesus forgive us of our sins. I pray corporately that you forgive us of our sins. I pray personally, Lord Jesus, that you forgive me of my sins. I pray you remove the stumbling blocks within us and within us each personally because we want your goodness to run wild within us, new creation in all things, that there's such freedom from sin in our lives. Lord, that we understand that you just have not forgiven us to, to save us from sort of wrath coming, but, but also that we don't have to live in sin any longer. But new life is how we live. So, Lord, forgive us, and by your grace, help us overcome. So before we get back into worship tonight, Lord, that each and every one of us, we, we, we're clearing ourselves out. We're, we're trying to move these stumbling blocks so you can entirely have your way with us the rest of this night. And we thank you for that. We thank you for your forgiveness in Jesus' name. It goes on in verse number 19, it says, having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus. By a new and living way, which he has consecrated for us, through the veil, that is to say, his flesh, or his body. And having a high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith. Having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water, let's hold fast to the profession of our faith without wavering. For he that is faithful, that promised... And let us consider one another, provoke unto love and to good works, not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together, that is manner of some. We have an opportunity tonight to draw near, draw near to God himself. And that that should weigh heavy in your heart to understand that the God of the universe is inviting us to draw near. But he paved the way the blood of jesus and forgiveness he paved the way for us to draw near to him the work is done we have the opportunity to draw near drawing near to god is a purposeful way of doing something god is with us we know that but there are moments that we must draw near to him tonight's one of those moments if you choose well why would we do that well i don't know about you but I want to know God to the greatest capacity that my brain and my spirit can know Him. In the simplicity of the fact that He's God, but in the depths of the fact that He is God. I want to know Him. I want to experience Him. We have an opportunity to live and you want to say religious life of experience. It's not just a religious life, but it's experience with it. It's not just things I think and I know, I believe, but but if it's not marked with experience, it's just a bunch of stuff you think and you know. But experience, connecting, being in His presence. And then in that, then that goodness can run wild and free in my life. But we must purposely draw near we, we've we got to get after it. Carve out these times. We have an opportunity tonight to do so. Now here's what I know. And I'm I'm in this boat too, so we come together and a lot if you're here tonight, your chances are you're here Sundays too. We come together twice a week. We take time twice a week to spend time in praise and worship. Generally with the same songs that we, we we introduce new songs every once in a while, but it's songs you know. And because we do it twice a week and it's songs that we know, it has a tendency to become mechanical. And sometimes you gotta do the mechanical in life. That that's part of establishing habit and rhythms. You gotta do the mechanical. But you can do the mechanical, but your heart not be there. Your heart far from what you're doing mechanically. One of the challenges that Pastor talked about in our goals is that when we come here that our heart is fully abandoned to the Lord in these times of of praise when we gather together. That means it's not just a mechanical, we're here, we sing the songs, we raise our hands, and we move on to the next thing. But there is an engagement on our part with our hearts, that we purposely are drawing near to Him. That that means, that means, focus. That means putting aside all the, the mess. And here, here's what I know: sometimes we get so focused on our own mess that we don't focus on the one that can help us with our mess. If you, if, if you would focus and draw near. You'd be surprised what he'll do in the midst of that then. Sometimes you get, you got to push it and draw near. Set things aside that are bothering you. Set things aside that, that, are, that are stressing you. Set things aside that, that are just stumbling blocks. And just put it out there. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to go back into worship tonight for a while. I encourage you not to be mechanical right now to abandon yourself to God. The altars are open, you can stay at your seat. you can come down here. I don't, I don't care if you climb up and hang off thereafter as long as your heart's engaged with God. Don't matter to me. But let's, let's, let's draw near. Jesus paved the way. it's open. Why not? It would, wouldn't make any sense not to amen so if we would stand back up on our feet tonight and we're going to head back into a place and let's just get after Jesus tonight
3: So good to me oh, yes. and I feel no you have it all, my heart is yours. You won't. Re- So
0: and the seasons are changing and outside the colors are starting to burst forth and uh, as we rode to uh, uh, Lima the other day on Copus Road between Elm Street and Allentown there's this hedgerow there and it's just a wall of reds and fire it's a firewall Jesus is our firewall he's our protection and this firewall is there and it's just absolutely awesome it's nothing but burning bush but as I rode God brought this word to my heart. And this is it. The voiceless break into song, Isaiah 35, 1 and 2. Wilderness and desert will sing joyously. The bad lands will celebrate and flower. Like the crocus in spring bursting into blossom, a symphony of song and color. Mountain glories of Lebanon a gift. Awesome carmel, stunning sharing gifts. God's resplendent glory fully on display, God-awesome and God-majestic. And as I rode down the road, God spoke to my heart about the change of season. He spoke this to my heart. If the woman with the issue of blood would have accepted what she could not change, she would have never touched the hem of his garment. But she thought within herself, if I but touch the hem of his garment, I will be made whole changing of the seasons, the color, His majesty, and His splendor.
1: Jesus' name. Let's just praise Him just for a minute. Speak your own words out to Him. We worship you tonight. We thank you, Lord Jesus, so much. So much for your goodness to us. We thank you so much so much for your goodness, for your grace, your mercy, we thank you so much. We just worship you tonight, that your name is above all names, high above, that you are Lord of this earth right now, King of kings and Lord of lords worship you Father, we worship you. With all of who we are, all all parts of who we are, we hold nothing back. We worship you. We'll close out tonight. So, we're going to do this first thing and stay where you're at. And we're going to do one more thing after that. But what we want to do is we want to turn outward a little bit here. So, I want you to ask the person on either side of you, if they have a, a prayer meet tonight, that they would share with you. Maybe it's general, maybe it's specific, it doesn't matter. But just for a couple of moments here, I want you to lift them up in prayer. And this is what the body of Christ will do together, amen? So take a second and the person on your right or your left, just, just ask them, you have something? If I can pray with you tonight and if they say yeah, go for it and let's lift each other up. If not, just hang on a minute and we'll close out in just a second.
4: we've had a moment where we've had the upward relationship tonight with christ amen we've spoke to the lord and in return i know i received a touch from the lord tonight and so with the upward relationship there's an inward change in us but it doesn't stop here there's an outward impact so though we've touched our family members tonight I don't want to leave this service without praying for the lost. We have to turn our focus towards those who that don't have hope. You realize we have birthed hope and faith and thanksgiving and praise in this house tonight. But outside, there's a world of dying, lost people. So tonight, I want us to grab that person next to us again that we just prayed for, but i now want us to turn our prayer towards the lost every one of us if we look back we know somebody that's lost we know somebody that's backslidden we need someone who's steeped knee-deep in hurt and brokenness and chaos in their lives call out their names call them from the east the south the north and the west call them back to the kingdom of god because god is coming back and we have a short time left church Let's start calling him in. We're talking three minutes of our time tonight. Three minutes. Let's do it for the lost. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just come.